Welcome to this weekend, Skis Athletics. I'm your host, Neil Minton. With me, as always, my co-host, Mr. Rip Ripley. How we doing, Coach? Doing well, doing well. Got uh, Christmas in the air. We got a little Christmas program. If you hear any uh, slightly off-tuned singing in the background, those are our lovely lower schoolers that are practicing for their performance this afternoon. So probably the Ripleys yelling the loudest and most off-tuned. So. Well, you're probably the only parent that will admit that in the group because from my experiences, little Johnny's pretty good at everything. Now, you know, uh, Owen's my oldest daughter. She she can sing a little. Uh, my son, Jack, cannot carry a tune to save his life. Like, he, we sing in the kitchen. My wife and I both sang in high school. I sing a little bit in college stuff. And so we both, like, are musical, have musical backgrounds. And we'll be, like, singing. And poor Jack, man, he, I hope he's, I hope he's athletic because he yeah. ain't going to be singing. Well, we just, had, we just had our Christmas thing at church. And, you know, we have a, a pretty big choir. So there's only two types of kids. You have the one that should be singing. Um, you know, happy birthday, Jesus solo part. And you have their sweet little voices. And then you have the loudest kids of all time yelling at the top of yeah. it. And, and that's what you get. So it's fun mix. Yeah. But oh, yeah. It's it lots of fun. A, a fun time of year. Basketball tournaments, you know, around the corner. Yeah. Um, basketball scores and kind of everybody's kind of got their feet wet now, I would think. You know, mm-hmm. everybody's played a few games. Um, we do want to kind of recap. We just had North South weekend for football. Yeah. Um, I, I never saw an eight man score. So I apologize. I didn't either. Yeah. Um, and I'm, I'm actually really curious how that game went because it was kind of the the Holly Hill the slash Jeff Davis versus the world, right? I, mean, I thought it was kind of interesting. Yeah. And, I, you know, I'm just going to be honest. I'm going to be honest. That's what y'all want from me on this show, right? I think I had one of my friends, Rip, um, say we should do this show called This Week in Skis Athletics. Um, what do you say, nighttime or PM yeah. <laughs> or something and, like, make you pay subscriptions so we could get really real on yeah, that. Yeah. But I'm um, so <laughs> – I'm at, you know, Camp Bob Cooper, because that's where all the teams went, for people who don't know, you know, around Somerton, Santee area. And the word I got, now nobody told me this specifically, like this person said this, okay? So I'm not ratting anybody out. So all the teams are there except one of the eight-man's teams didn't come. Because apparently I was told that they didn't think it was fair that they had to come all the way here and play at Holly Hill against the local team. Everything was, you know, kind of pointed toward this direction of the state, the state of theirs. Maybe that's fair. I don't know. I'm not not okay. saying they don't have a grudge there, but they, they were not there with all the other teams. So, hmm. you know, while our teams were trading helmet stickers, you know, because the, the, I know the 3A, 4A, I'm assuming the 1A, 2A, like we didn't leave each other out. Everybody was hanging out with eight men. Everybody was getting to know each other. There's a lot of fellowship and, changing helmet stickers, all that good stuff, right? We had speakers yeah. and ate meals together. So I hate they missed out, but it is a long ride for them. And I know it's it's, it's different, but um, we would have loved, I will say this for any of them listening, we would love to have you there if I was there. You know what I mean? And I think that's the main part. I don't know how to game. I don't care how the game went. I hope it was a good game. You know, I mean, yeah. it's, it's for the kids. But anyway, so Andy Palmer's team, like you were saying, we had the Holly Hill Andrew Jackson team. And their staff. Holly Hill, Jeff Davis. Holly Hill, Jeff, Holly Hill, Davis. Jeff Davis. I apologize. Do you know, I think there was yeah, yeah. one Andrew Jackson kid on the team. I think. I could okay, be okay. I thought I saw them okay. on the roster. roster. Um, okay. So they were there. So we got to see them some. And um, Kurt Ott helped helping Andy Palmer. And, and they look good. They look good. Tyree yeah. James looks like an athlete, dude. I knew exactly yeah. who he was when I saw his cast when I walked up. I knew exactly who he was yeah. in Holly Hill. I mean, he's an <laughs> athlete. You can tell. Um, and um, so, I mean, you would think they won, but, you know, I don't, I don't know. Yeah. I know the one eight two eight. Go ahead. I'm sorry. It, it brings up a quick point. No, it brings up a good point though. I mean, I, I've because we wrestle with this a lot with with skis athletics and all star games and making it worth it. And I t- I talked to a pretty prominent you know coach 
in it at the higher level, three A, four A level. Again, we won't call it, but like we talked about, you know, well, is it really worth their time? Could we couldn't we do better? Could we do more for this? And and my response was simple: was the way to do that is not to punish your kids for not coming. The way to do that is to get involved and to volunteer to help, and then potentially be a part of that change. That, that's a big thing I'm about. I try to be about. I mean, I'm. There's a lot of things that that I know I do poorly, but I try to. If I see something wrong, I'm not going to tell someone else to go do it. I'm going to say, no, I'm going to go be a part of this and see if I can change it. Sometimes it doesn't get changed. But I think that's something that some schools in today's world, and luckily we've seen a lot more of it in the public school system lately, the high school league, than we have with Skiza, but even more so with canceling games and charter schools and private schools. Some teams are like, we're just not going to we're, we're going to quit. We're going to punish our kids. I heard a, a team in the high school league that was going to forfeit their playoff game because they didn't want to play a charter school. Like, that's crazy to me. Like, you have seniors who have been putting blood, sweat, and tears into this for however many years, and you're going to get – and the life lesson we're going to teach is we're just not going to go. We don't want to do it. It's kind of crazy to me. Anyway, go ahead. No, well, I'm telling you, I'm just going – let's just get real on all this. I'm going to be real on the whole day now. You got me fired up in the right mood. So, (laughs) 1A, 2A. All right, so you're at Pan – there's no football fields per se, right? But there's grassy areas everywhere, right? Yeah, yeah. um, I was laughing. The Hilton Head Christian coaches were helping me, and they're all worried about the – you know, it's it's not level, you know, and the stuff. undulation like, in the field. I'm like, why does that matter if you hand the ball off? Of course, they're like, we don't hand it off. We just throw it. <laughs> You're laughing about the fields. But it was fine. It was really was. So we're trying to kind of separate from the other 3A and 4A teams so we're not staring at each other while we're practicing. Sure. And 1A, 2A is doing the same thing. So I got a 1A, 2A team down there, and it's Tyler Boys team, you know, with Williamsburg on it. And they're the last little practice. They're kicking. Or one of the practice, they're kicking. You know, it's Williamsburg's kicker. Who, yeah. who had a had a you know a rough state championship game there at the end. Mm-hmm. Well then the other teams walk into their practice or from their practice and you start hearing chatter. Yeah, and I, I don't you know what I mean? And, and so they were feuding. Like it was ready, yeah. they were ready to play. <laughs> this was not like the friendliest of North South. Yeah. At least appeared going into it. But I think we um Tyler Boyd's team, I think they won 2017. That was pretty cool for them and him yeah. to with Coach Shelley and and their staff, but it sounded like it was a very good game, very competitive game. And you can see it at practice. You can kind of look, you can see, you know, we're not yeah. blind when you're there. You can see, like, oh, th- these guys are pretty big. Oh, wow, that, guy, that team's got some athletes. Well, in the 3A, 4A game, we were very blessed on our team. Um, and it, it was weird. Like, we had to we had to flop people because I'm not going to call people out. We thought there was quarterback. First of all, as the coach who was literally trying to turn in numbers and sizes and, yeah. and, and get confirmation from all the teams and all this and figure out who's on what team. It, it, it's a lot to do in a short amount of time. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, it really is. And I feel like overall we did a pretty good job of that. Unfortunately, the game was a little lopsided, but you had two quarterbacks from the Columbia region who were seniors who, who did not participate. Yeah. So therefore I had to give one of my quarterbacks and we gave a couple of his teammates as well, because a couple other Columbia region schools did not send kids or not their skill yeah. players or not this player. And yeah, yeah, yeah. it made it one-sided and he couldn't, and you're like, well, y'all made these teams unfair. Well, it was hard to do that on Tuesday after yeah. we, you know what I mean? After you, yeah. I've already got my roster confirmed and numbers turned in and sizes so we can get the jersey sizes right and sweatshirts right. And it just makes it tough. And on the outside, I, I mean, I felt good. I felt guilty during the game because I'm looking at like, golly, we are really good. And the other yeah. team was just not as good, you know. Yeah. They had some really good players. They were all stars too. I get that, but yeah. if we'd have, if you and I would have sit there and drafted kids, we'd have drafted the teams probably differently, right? There's, there's an idea. We can do we can do team Rip versus team Neil next time. 
That's what we should do. We should we should do an All Star game. Team Rib the the, the this week in Skiza Athletics All Star game. I love it. That might be an I idea. I love it. <laughs> well, I will say this. Josiah, is it um Burris? Burson? Burson, yeah. Yeah. He's a dude. He is an yeah. absolute dude. Yeah. He's a really oh, there's no question. <laughs> yeah. I enjoyed it. He was very humble. He was really he's yeah. a good kid. Um the start of the show, I felt like the three or four game was Dylan Clark from Hilton Head Christian. He I believe that dude we saw in the state championship game. I mean, that guy is he can play. Well, you know, you had Tyler June on the other team, mm-hmm. and it was a fun dynamic because I think he had him and Thomas Sumter and maybe one more, two two more Lawrence Manning guys on that team. But we yeah. had nine Lawrence Manning guys. Yeah, and, that's an interesting dynamic. Having them play against each other is oh, having yeah. Oh yeah, and we were getting after. Them. They were getting after, buddy. They were they, yeah. stacks. they were having a good time. Tyler, to give his credit, you know, he does what he does, and he extended plays, and he was running around, and he made some big plays because it was just tough pass blocking. It's tough. It's tough playing offense in all star games. First off, sure, you got so many different styles coming in. Yeah, to try to put it together. Yeah, and um, so it was a lot of fun, and and um, I think everybody had fun. I just hated that the game was a little lopsided in three and four, yeah. but but it was a lot of fun. A lot of good athletes out there. Steve's got a lot of good athletes. I mean, I had a college guy in here yesterday talking to Jules Huntley, who did score two touchdowns on my way, and ran yeah. Tyler down on a touchdown run. I was very proud of that yeah. effort in the North South game to run seventy yards and to cut somebody yeah. off. You know, and you can tweet put that on Twitter, I guess. But yeah. the college coaching yesterday, and I was able because I participated. You know, you talking about people. Yeah. Because I participated, I was able to point him to other private school kids, which is the whole point of this show, which is the whole yeah. point of that North-South game for us to fellowship, get to know each other. I'm like, hey, you need to go look at this kid. I don't think this yeah. kid's going anywhere. You need to go. He's a, he's a dude. You yeah. know? And um, so, I mean, that's what it should be about. That's right. I agree 100%, man. I agree. And and hopefully, that's it. Hopefully, it's something, a message that – and I know we've got some of the listening that, that my, I may get a call later, been like, you know, why'd you call – which I didn't call anybody. We didn't call anybody out. Nobody uh, got just, called out. But but just trying to encourage. I mean, I, I we true obviously look, I don't know if this is a secret or not. You know, Neil and I don't get paid for doing this once a week. We <laughs> do this just because we have a passion for skiza. We're both skiza guys, born and raised and and have coached in a long time and 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 want this league and these kids to be successful. And you know, there are things we could do better. Absolutely there are, but we are both trying to work towards uh helping that. And and I think we have I, I wish some of the coaches I don't know if it's just a society thing these days or what. I wish we had more that would take that. And some coaches do that in other ways. And I know that as well. Sure, but, absolutely. Um, Nobody's but yeah, talking about it. All-Star Games is always a hot topic when you talk about rosters. And, and you don't want to throw anybody in the bus. But it's like, yeah, I mean, the teams were pretty even when we drafted them. But right. Right. <laughs> then A, B, C, D, and E decided not to come because whatever reason, and now we're in the situation we're in. So that's definitely well, tough. Yeah, and, and my, my point wasn't to try to throw anybody under the bus, but it's almost to defend us. You know, we're not yeah. out there trying to cheat one team or other. We don't no. care. You know, we don't care who won. I'm more more like, can I get more layers of mattresses for this cot I slept in last night? That's more <laughs> more importantly what I was worried about. Oh but yeah, it, it was a good time. It really was, and it was fun. And I appreciate everybody. And and let me, I will give a shout out to Will first, Lawrence Manning, for mm-hmm. at least putting our game. I'm sure the same um, with the other schools at Clarendon Hall who put on the one a two a game. Um, you know, it takes a lot of people and a lot of you know Holly Hill for hosting that game. It takes a lot yeah. of of people on the outside to get everything done. You know, sure. And trainers and everything else. So we appreciate Absolutely. that. Um, Let's hop into basketball here because I, yeah. I didn't notice one thing last few episodes. We keep getting cut off as we get to we the do. end of we basketball. Do. We kind of rush through. So let's definitely go ahead and hop in and, and talk, some, talk some hoops. Well, let's do this. Let's start with 4A boys and let's work our way backwards. We kind of seen to shorten them a little bit the last time. So 
on yep. the four A. So let's go on start with four A boys, and, and you're right there in that rip. So yeah, we are. Um, <laughs> for better or worse, we are in it. But yeah, I mean, look, four A boys. I think it, it's Carter Newman. Uh, Carter Newman's proven to be the team to beat. Um, they are they're the number one. I, I don't know that's very disputed. Um, and then I think Porter Gowd right after that. Um, Porter Porter Gowd. They they're undefeated right now, having a, having a good strong start of the season, and um, you know those are kind of your one two. You know I think Augusta Christian's always interesting. Uh, again, playing a lot of local schools, we don't know a lot about them right now. So Augusta Christian will be interesting to see how they pan out. Pinewood Prep, uh, Pinewood Prep off to a good start as well down in Charleston area. Trinity Burn, Trinity Collegiate back again. Uh, they beat Northwood by about forty to the night. Um, had a couple big wins start the season there. So a lot of really really good basketball right now uh, at the four A level. You know, again, Carter Room, I think, seemed to be – they went. They beat Irmo, like I mentioned last week, had some issues. They're going to be back in action. I think they're in the Bojangles Bash this weekend, which is a big tournament up in Columbia uh, that you may see uh, them in. Hammond, another team that I think is going to be pretty sneaky, uh, hasn't really – you know, obviously they made a run last year, the state semifinals, but lost a couple guys. But they seem to be starting off really strong. They played Ridgeview to a really tough game last week, uh, Ridgeview High School. Uh, Heathwood Hall with with new coach Brian Benatar there. I mean, Brian's got a young group that, that's excited and playing with a lot of heart, a lot of passion. They work hard. I mean, they beat us the other night uh, over at their place on on a late three um, by the Nichols by the um, not the Nichols kid uh, by the Hunter kid. Uh, Kamari Hunter hit a three with two point one seconds left to beat us by one, and and they played they outworked us. I mean, they played their behinds off uh, for Coach Benatar there. Um, and then on Charleston, First Baptist, another one that's kind of being slept on a little bit. I think First Baptist will be in that in the mix. I mean, really, I could go through and name almost every team in 4A and say, hey, they're going to be in the mix. Um, you know, rumors in Camden, Camden Military in 4A, but rumors are they've got some kids coming in uh, at the semester break, uh, some military kids that have already signed up that are that are going to be able to play ball. So, I mean, they're, I think, going to be a tough outcome region time. So, yeah, I'm uh, going to tell you a little bit battle there in 4A. I got to hang out with them. Huh? I had to hang out with a young man from Camden on our on North South game. He was a really tough nose football player. I asked him, he doesn't play basketball. I said, How's basketball going to be? And he said the same thing. He's like, Well, we got a couple six, 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 seven guys, I think, enrolled that will be here next semester. I don't know if there's any truth to that, but that was, that's the rumor. So that's the rumor. That's the rumor. But yeah, and, and talking about for you know, Joshua Peoples, uh, Josiah Peoples, excuse me, over at Carter Newman, he's having almost 20 a game right now. Uh, for them, he, he's off to a really, really good start for them. Evan Carter. Um, they had the big kid uh, inside as well. Uh, two big kids for uh, Carter Newman. Um, <clears throat> you've got for Ben Lippin, um, Stockman, the older Stockman kids, average about twenty something points a game. Uh, they play a. They play. I mean, we played them here. Luckily, they they were kind of cold at our place. Coach Reed always jokes they can't shoot at Wilson Hall. Uh, they were six for 41 from three in our game. They shot 41 three-pointers. Wow. And I was like, thank goodness they only made six. If they made 12, we'd get run out of the game. I mean, it, they, they are um, – and they've got the kids that can hit them. I mean, they got the Buxton kid, and and um, they got a, a big guy that can stretch and shoot as well. Ben Lippin will be a team that I wouldn't be surprised to sneak up and beat somebody one night because those Stockman boys uh, that are only freshmen and sophomore, they get hot and, and kind of carry the load a little bit for them. Um as well. So, yeah, I mean, mention a few guys there, but, uh, but yeah, 4A boys, uh, Lawrence Manning, another one, we'll see them this weekend. Uh, we'll talk, if we have time at the end, we'll talk Baron Classic a little bit at the end because that's something we host here that this weekend will be a lot of fun. But uh, a lot of, lot of good basketball right now at 4A boys. Yeah. And, um, you know, we saw Lawrence, we've already played Lawrence Manning twice as well. You know, very athletic, you know, not huge. Um, but, mm -hmm. you know, I think like, I like the way you said, you know, everybody has a little piece of saying, hey, we're pretty good. Because I think 
you know, I, I can't wait to see Wilson Hall, Lawrence Mann play each other. I mean, you're talking about two very different yeah. styles. And then you got a Ben Lippin team who anytime you can shoot like that, you can be anybody. You know, and it's just how it is. Yeah. So should be interesting. I don't know if 4A girls are quite that way. But looking at the records, look, Augusta Christian's pretty good, and we'll play them, I think, at the Barons Saturday. So I'll get a good look at them. They have some really good guards, good point guard, um, good size. They're 7-1 and one to start the season. Yeah, Lost to a pretty good public school down in Augusta. Um, but they're outscoring their opponents 431 to 167 in the eight games. So I mean, they're really getting out there. First yeah. Baptist is six and one. This came off a big win at Stratford. Northwood's five and one. Trinity's four and one. Um, you know, Heathwood Hall is absolutely really good. Lauren Jacobs still leading that show. And um, is it Matoy Montoya? Something. I mean, they're they're just really Monsanto. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. Monsanto. Monsanto. That's right. Very talented. So you know, 3A girls, it looks, you know, Heathwood Hall is definitely the team that's beat, but maybe First Baptist, Northwood, Augusta Christian, Trinity, maybe maybe closing the gaps on this year. Yeah, uh, 4A girls. Um, 4A, they, yeah. uh, he, you know, Heathwood, we, we saw, we played Heathwood, like I said, on Wednesday night. Their girls are really good. Now, interestingly, and, and this is kind of a trend we've seen in a lot of the 4A level girls in recent years, and I think, and I relate this to the Cardinal Newman's, uh, teams that were so good for a while there, Northwood and First Baptist, really, really talented, but not a lot of depth. Like, for instance, on the on the team, they only addressed six girls on, on Wednesday night against Wilson Hall. And so they, they have eight on the roster. I'm not sure if those two girls were hurt or sick or what the situation was. But, I mean, they only had six girls dressed, and that, that'll be something that's always interesting to monitor, uh, you know, late part of the season, region play. You got these teams that are talented but don't have a ton of depth and kind of how that can play into it. Now, what impressed me the most about Heathwood, because we've got some pretty tall girls, we got some length, and but they finish around the rim as good as any team, regardless of the gender, that I've seen in a while. They finish at the rim. I mean, Jacobs, Monsanto, they got another guard that's really good. They get into the paint, and they finish at the rim very, very well. And I think, you know, when you add that with the ability to get some, some, some transition stuff, to get some big shots, I think they're pretty strong. Yeah, I think they're going to be tough to beat. You know, I, you know, we'll see. I mean, I, I watched them last year. You know, remember last year we talked about all the 1A games in state championship were very one-sided, you know. So, yeah, um, you know, I think they still have to be the favorite, obviously. Um, why don't you tell us talk about 3A boys a little bit? Yeah, 3A boys, when you've got, you know, Oprah Prep to me is really stepping up and having a great start of the season. Uh, you know, Coach Clowney up there, they've, they've been in that Spartanburg region. It's been pretty strong in recent years. Um, obviously, we've seen recent years where we've had this, the championship game up in Spartanburg area because of, uh, you know, both teams were from that area, Spartanburg Day, Spartanburg Christian, Shannon Forrest. This year, it looks like Oak Brook Prep and maybe even Greenwood Christian are kind of the top two teams in our region. We've seen a real um, resurgence of Greenwood Christian in recent years. Um, so they're kind of teams in that upstate. Then you've got the lower part of the state, you've got Hilton Head Christian. I think Hilton Head Christian is still really, really strong. And, um, and, and, you know, they're going to be able to continue to carry. Um, they've got uh, the Skinner kid, um, Harrison Skinner, averaging 16.2 points per game right there for them. You know, Oak Brook Prep has three guys averaging over 16 points a game right now. You've got Zanai Davis, Brad Caldwell, and Chris Wilkins, all three from Oak Brook Prep, uh, all averaging 16 to 18 points a game, which is pretty doggone impressive uh, to have that kind of versatility right there uh, on your team. And so I think Oak Brook's up there. Hilton Head Christian, like I mentioned up there. Um, I, I think in the in the the, the PD area of the state, PD Academy, you know, PD Academy undefeated. We'll see them Friday night. 
playing against us over here at the Baron Classic. Uh, but PD Academy 4-0, you know, they're, you know, they lost a lot at graduation, but I know Kyle Drew, man, he's going to have those boys playing hard. And, and I think that uh, it's going to be interesting to see how they come out. Christian Academy, Myrtle Beach, you know, always a pretty strong team as well. They they actually play, uh, who did I see? Christian Academy plays Cathedral uh, tomorrow night in an interesting non, non-region match, but that was a big one. Greenwood Christian and Northside Christian also play tomorrow night, uh, which should be a pretty, pretty interesting telling game of kind of where those teams are. So 3A boys, I think, is strong. And even that Northside Christian region, like I look at the Orangeburg Prep team, I think Orangeburg Prep's pretty good. You know, we got kind of lucky to play them last Friday night where three of their guys were playing football and and one of their point guards had the flu all week and uh, their stud guy in the middle, we got him in foul trouble early. So, I mean, I think that game at their place is going to be very different for us. And I think they're going to be a team that's going to be pretty tough down the stretch. Yeah, I mean, I, I agree with that. I know you said T. Riley down in the middle, he's tough, Orangeburg. And I, and you'd like to see the yeah. parity in the in the 3A. And, you know, I think the you know, 3A girls are kind of looking for the same thing. You know, it's been Hilton Head Christian. They've dominated. Um, you know, I, I don't think their run is quite over yet. They still have very good play. They, they're 3-1 and one to start the season with a tough schedule. But, um, you know, down there in the region, looking at John Paul II, John Paul's 5-2. and two. They played mm-hmm. a tough little schedule early on. They had a big win against Christian Academy girls last week. Who Christian Academy? They're six and two. They had a big win over Palmetto Christian, who's got a good team and a really good player in Cody Sutter. Um, But John Paul's very athletic. You know, John Paul beat Hilton Head Christian in volleyball for the first time this year. So John Paul girls have a really good crop of athletes right now, and you know yeah. they're they're playing real hard and they're really growing as a school. So you know, curious to see if they can challenge down that region. Hilton Head Preps four and one. Their girls, you know, they have a really good point guard. Um, so. Maybe a little more parity. Of course, Orangeburg Prep, we'll see them this weekend, too. They start off 4-0. Um, you know, Jan's always got her – Jan Stoudemire has always got her girls playing hard, you know, pressing and trapping and running and gunning and having – you know, just playing physical. Um, but, yeah, so Christian Academy in our region, curious to see how they do. PD, you know, doesn't seem quite as strong as last year so far, but, you know, they lost a bigger – but they got a lot of people back. So, I think them and Christian Academy in, in our region will really battle for that. Hilton Head Christian and John Paul down there. Yeah, OP and Palmetto Christian. Um, I think OP beat Cathedral in a very close game earlier this week. Um, but yeah, so I think there's some good region battles um, as well. Um, Greenwood Christian, are they they going to be a great team up there or one of the Spartanburg teams? So it should be exciting and fun to see how this turns out. Um, I know we're going to run out of time like always, so let's kind of turn to um, our two A boys. <laughs> You know, two of boys right now, you've got two men undefeated. You know, Andrew Jackson Academy. Andrew Jackson has seemed to kind of reload again. Uh, I know they had a pretty senior heavy group last year, but but they are off to a pretty strong start. They're six and two under coach uh Josh Barnes and uh kind of were six and oh. Now they did lose to John Paul the other day by six. Um, after some some big wins or they beat, you know, Holly Hill really big. Had a pretty close game with Jeff Davis. Um, that, that was, that was close, but, you know, I see Andrew Jackson being a really strong team. They got a guy, Gage Dix, that's averaged 16.2 points per game. Um, in two, you've got Thompson Stone over at Dylan Christian and Dalton Droll at Conway Christian are your two leading scorers, both averaging over 19 points a game. You know, Conway Christian right now, uh, off to a, to a really strong start as well. Uh, they are three and one, um, kind of, you know, Conway is one of those that we kind of, I kind of forget about until we see him at state every year, <laughs> you know, like they, they win games and then they lost one to Carolina, but Carolina Academy, I think is pretty, pretty improved this year as well. I know they're, they're in y'all's region, correct? For three yeah, boys. Um, but I think boys wise, they're, they're a little bit stronger. Yeah. You've got cathedral Academy. Cathedral is going to be strong. Uh, definitely look for them uh, to be in that mix a little bit as well. 
Um, and then kind of running through, just looking for any other any other guys that kind of step up and or step out a little bit. Andrew Jackson, Hayden McClung from Andrew Jackson, also on that top scores list uh, in the two A level. Again, if if you are uh, a coach and you want to hear us give a shout out to your boys, use Max Preps because uh, that's, that's right. what we utilize. Uh, Jeff Davis has Colson Loadhold. I remember that name. I think from football, he's averaging eighteen a game right now uh, for Jeff Davis. So um, you know, two A two A boys getting rolling. Gonna be interesting to see if he might can kind of dethrone that Cathedral Academy uh kind of bunch there yeah and curious to see how the same thing the girls i think um you know cathedral's been there um you know just just like i say we can keep this show real so chris puyat is no longer coach at cathedral of right before thanksgiving so him and, and his daughter uh for they're not a part of that team anymore um i do know that they had a couple girls transfer before the season started um obviously to play a close game with orangeburg prep they're still gonna be pretty doggone good and um, yeah still, absolutely I would still 100% um, think that they would be um, in the mix, you know. But I think, um, you know, they start now. I think they're four and two right now. But Andrew Jackson's at four and three. I think they might be a little stronger. I can't. I got a lot of scores from Buford. Of course, they were right in the championship last year. So um, a lot, a lot to be had. Patrick Henry was strong last year, but just don't have a lot of information on the two A girls yet. But as we get it, we will definitely turn it. You know let you know so um let's look at 1a yeah 1a boys so we've had a few other teams emerge curtis baptist uh you know kind of played some games under their belt now they're led by uh the young um shine uh ty shine uh he's a freshman he's the younger i believe it's i believe he's a cousin of dj shine who played augusta christian a few years ago uh, a lot of talks that he was not gonna be back at curtis baptist this year but he is and he's leading them again with about 19 points a game uh, Reagan Prep, a team here out of Sumter, a 1A school, uh, they actually made the playoffs last year for the first time, and they got a really good young team. We scrimmaged them uh, right before the season started, and, and they've got – they're very young but very talented. Wouldn't be surprised to see them continue to grow under Coach Anthony Jackson uh, throughout the year there. You know, one team that's not on my list right now but I know is out there is, is Faith Christian. Uh, you know, Steve Gary over down there at Faith Christian's had a good team the past few years. I think that is continuing. Again, they haven't posted some of their scores – uh, yet necessarily, uh, but they had a, a close loss to Andrew Jackson at the end of the day. Andrew Jackson, a really strong team, but Faith's been pretty strong there as well. Charleston Collegiate, uh, Charleston Collegiate is is back in that conversation. They uh, they did have uh, Thomas Reed, I believe, uh, 18 points a game there for, for Charleston Collegiate, kind of leading the way for them some. Um, and and I think Charleston Collegiate has been there. Our Lady of the Rosary, a team that came on last year and, and we saw some improvement in. And then Riverport Christian Academy. We talked about them a little bit last week. Um, they they stepped out and were able to play a few more teams here uh, this past week to kind of give us a gauge of, of where they really are. You know, they're kind of a new team. Um, but they beat Buford Academy by 20. They beat Academic Magnet. Um, they lost a close one to Northwood Academy. They play Charleston Collegiate tomorrow night in what should be a pretty big game for them there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, yeah, I, I think they're a team to kind of keep an eye on as well. Yeah, and, um, I mean, you know, it's exciting to have new teams competing, you know. I think that's why we fell in love with the football playoffs last year, not so much this year in the college football playoffs, because you yeah. have new teams, you know. Um, so, on the girls' side, you know, once again, not a whole lot of games to go off of. I said last week, made a bold statement, Rip, that it's going to be Curtis and Lawrence in the championship, right? And I, yeah. I, did, I did talk to um, Tim Johnson at Curtis Baptist Coach. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, 
he was kind of giving me some, you know, what's going on in one a two a. One team you got to look out for on the girls' side is Cross. Now Cross is actually six and zero, and on uh-huh. max preps they're listening two a because they're in the one a two a flex region, but they're actually a one a team. And so Cross, gotcha. girls, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Cross girls have a, a really good start, and like I said, they're six and zero, and. Um, of course, Lawrence is five and one, and Curtis Babbitt is four and one. And I think Curtis Babbitt plays Andrew Jackson on boys and girls. Both should be a good game and kind of be a telling game. Okay. You know, um, Cambridge yeah. has a good group of athletes. You know, they've been very competitive in volleyball mm-hmm. as well. Um, so I think they would be yep. competitive in their region. And then, of course, you got Charles Collegia, who hasn't had a great start, but they play some tough teams. And I think that's, we talked about that last week. How sometimes these early records can be deceiving. I, I'd, I'd be shocked not to see. Charles Collegiate, you know, improve and get a little more in the mix in the 1A as it moves forward. Yeah, and I think that, you know, this weekend, and I know we're going to jump in here and talk. We got a couple minutes left to, to preview the weekend games, the big games coming up. Um, you know, there are some tournaments going on that we see. We we are excited here to host Baron Classic that we host every year. And, you know, kind of the intent of this came about really when I was still in Orangeburg. Uh, you know, Coach Tally and Coach Rector at the time, Really, it was around the time that Mike Fanning came out and made almost a rule one year that you had to play non-region games uh, to help for state playoff seeding. And so they put this this showcase style thing together uh, where we get teams to play each other, maybe against teams you don't normally play sometimes, old rivals or old region teams or something uh, to get good competitive games. we got a pretty good slate. I definitely encourage you to head over to our social media, uh, Wilson Hall Barons, uh, and, and get the full schedules of those and stay up to date that. We've got 10 teams coming this year. Uh, obviously, y'all are y'all are headed over. Orangeburg Prep, Lawrence Manning, um, us, Heathwood, Pinewood, Ben Lippin, uh, Hilton Head Christians coming up uh, on the boys' side. Uh, Augusta Christian girls are coming over. So a lot of good basketball coming up this weekend and, and some games to kind of look forward to that LMA, Hilton Head Christian boys' game. You know, looking at the quick Friday games for the boys. Um you know, also interested to see Hilton Head, Hilton Head Prep, excuse me, goes to Northwood Academy in what could be a game. And then a game on Saturday I'm curious about uh, is a non-skeezer necessarily, but James Allen High School is headed over to Porter Gowd. James Allen High School being coached this year by Travis Smith, longtime Porter Gowd mm-hmm. assistant coach uh, under JP. Travis, a couple years younger than me uh, from Porter Gowd, a great basketball player, went on to play at PC and and uh, a great dude. I'm excited for him. I actually spoke to him yesterday talking uh, a little Pinewood Prep action and uh, he's excited to be taking over that program, James Allen. But going back to go against JP for the first time, uh, that'll be an interesting game to keep an eye on. Yeah, that's a good little skeezer story. Trust down there in the Porter Guy, Low Country people who know those guys. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. Now, did he have uh, some family members with RJ in him related? RJ. RJ played with me. RJ was a freshman my senior year. We won state in 03. Uh, RJ was our point guard, man. I can't play. He he was little as a freshman. He was a tiny little guy. He was quick, athletic, but uh, he was part of that group that came in. We had a bunch of seniors. It was senior, senior, seniors. We had one junior and a couple sophomores and freshmen, the Crest Twins, and uh, RJ Smith, Ryan Smith, uh, Coach Clark's son Johnny was on the team that year, and a bunch of seniors. And RJ could play. He played four state championships, one yeah. three of them. He he was he was very athletic. I think he played football too, didn't he? I don't, uh, he that I don't know. I don't think he played football. No. He may have. He may have. I think maybe with JV. Was he around with Graham? maybe JV? That might make sense. Graham yeah. Infinger in that group. Yep, that's Graham. Graham was here behind. Yeah, he's a little bit younger than me. He's in that group though. Yeah. Yeah, that was um, my second year coaching at Colin Prep, and we weren't undefeated, and they were undefeated, and we played them at our place. And the referees like that's a Friday game that just got played on a Thursday. It was like two undefeated teams. Yeah. <laughs> Back then, it was through ninth graders too. You know, and look, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Tackling Grant Infinger 20 times a game was tough on JV football, but yeah, <laughs> JV kid for sure. Yeah, for sure. For sure. But it's um, funny. Well, I, guys, I know we're wrapping up here, but definitely want to encourage you to come out. Stay stay in touch too with some of the tournaments. I know Carter Newman hosted their hoopology last week. I know we've got Barrett Bojangles Bash. We got some Christmas tournaments coming up that we can highlight next week. Uh, a little bit more. And then we do have Battle of the Podcast next Tuesday. I know we didn't talk about oh, it. Oh, yeah. Battle gotta, of the Pod. We got to come over to Florence Christian next week. Girls or boys. Cannot wait. Big game on Tuesday night. Cannot wait. All right, man. Wait. Thank you, buddy. We'll, wait. Can't wait to report back. Go on Max Prep, Skis the School Board and News, so we can um, give y'all shout-outs out there, all you coaches and parents. So good luck to everyone out there. We'll talk to you next week. All right. Thank you, Neil. Thank you, both.